0: college game day is set to cover south carolina's week one matchup against the north carolina tar heels and that could be both a good thing and a bad thing for the gamecocks you are locked on gamecocks your daily podcast on the south carolina gamecocks part of the locked on podcast network Your team, every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast, your show for the latest headlines and potential storylines on South Carolina Gamecock athletics. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast, and you can find my written work over on Gamecocks Digest on SI.com. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast your first listen or watch Here today, we are free and available both on YouTube and wherever you get your audio podcasts daily. It was a big piece of news that came out on Monday afternoon as it was announced that college game day is indeed coming to our city. Well, maybe not necessarily to Columbia, but College Game Day will be going to the Queen City in Charlotte when the Gamecocks take on the North Carolina Tar Heels in Week 1 of the 2023 season. And obviously, I know a lot of fans are excited about this development. But this appearance is going to have a double-edged sword for the Gamecocks when it comes to both exposure and pressure. Let's talk about the exposure side of things to start off. College Game Day. Obviously, when it comes to some of these, I guess, pre-game shows, College Game Day is by far the biggest show when it comes to the sport of college football. College Game Day is sort of like the appetizer of your meal or your entire day full of games. It is an appetizer that leads into sort of the soup and salad part of your meal which are sort of the noon games and then the main course is obviously the three o'clock and prime time slots later on college game day attracts a lot of people it averaged 2.1 million viewers for the first eight weeks of the 2022 season now imagine just how big that number is going to be Considering the fact that this is week one of the last season of the four team playoff era, there's going to be a lot of changes in this sport after 2023 concludes. And so, South Carolina, they're going to be one of the first teams that are going to make their appearance on college game day. And This is going to bring more attention to both some game-specific storylines with, of course, the matchup between Spencer Rattler and Drake May, and also some season-specific storylines with South Carolina looking to keep progressing on the football field when it comes to that win-loss column. And that leads into the flip side of having College Game Day cover this matchup, which might not be bad, but we all have to say, it is going to be inherent. There's going to be more pressure now on the Gamecocks heading into this contest. When you are the game that gets selected by College Game Day, the majority of people who watch College Game Day, they are more likely to either keep up with your game when it actually takes place, or actually watch the game itself. So, Obviously, there's going to be a lot more eyes on the game and also on the football program itself. Now, so far in Shane Beamer's tenure in Columbia, South Carolina has answered the bell. Whenever people have started to question sort of where they're at in terms of their rebuild or in terms of progressing, South Carolina has found a way to respond. But we all understand the Gamecocks are not going to get praise and recognition as quickly as other programs in this sport probably would when in their shoes. Everybody is going to keep asking, can South Carolina keep things moving in the right direction or are things going to fall off? No matter what they've done the past couple years, for a program like South Carolina, people are only going to look back at those results for so long. And admittedly, There is a reason why this is the first time, or going to be the first time, since 2014 that College Game Day is covering a game that included South Carolina. Because South Carolina has not given too much reason for the national media space to pay attention to them. But now, they are. That is all changing right before our very eyes. And... It's not like we would have been okay with South Carolina losing this game before this announcement, because obviously, this is a massive game when it comes to recruiting implications. The Gamecocks are desperately trying to get their foot back into the proverbial door of the state of North Carolina. They also, of course, would love to have bragging rights over their fellow Carolinians, But now that game day is going to be covering this game, this, in my opinion now, it's almost a must-win situation for South Carolina. Because if you lose to Drake Bay and the Tar Heels, then everybody is going to sit back, or at least some people, I should say, are going to sit back and they're going to say, I knew at some point that South Carolina was going to fall back to what they've done historically. You know that there's some people that are looking for an opportunity to say that. And then they'll start to question what they could do for the entire rest of the season in 2023. Because, quite frankly, North Carolina, look, they got some decent ball players. Obviously, Drake May being the most notable one. But North Carolina is probably not even like the fourth toughest opponent on South Carolina's schedule this year. South Carolina's 2023 slate is that daunting. And so, College Game Day now also putting everybody else's eyes on this game. You've got to go out there and win now. This is an opportunity that's going to bring both positive exposure, but also added pressure that could boil over if South Carolina allows it to do so. And people on Twitter, there's already a group out there that are saying that they cannot believe that this game was selected to have college game day in week one. So if you're South Carolina, it all comes down to this. Prove them wrong. Emphatically prove them wrong. It's what the Gamecocks have done already countless times in the first couple of years in Shane Beamer's tenure here. So, they'll just have to keep on doing it until they eventually get to a point where they are contending against some of the best teams in this sport. And then maybe we won't have to keep going back and answering these kind of questions or addressing these possible questions. Now, when looking at South Carolina's roster, I mentioned earlier Spencer Rattler, he's going to be a part of a big storyline heading into this game against North Carolina. But another storyline specifically on South Carolina's roster has been the addition of freshman quarterback Lenore Sellers, whom a lot of people believe could be the future of the program. And while Sellers is obviously not going to get his chance to do just that in year one, at least as long as things go well for Spencer Rattler, I do think that there is a path to where Spencer Rattler and Lenora Sarris could both help each other out in 2023. And I'm going to dive into how that could unfold in just a couple moments right here on Locked on Gamecocks. Today's show is brought to you by eBay Motors. One of the most important things when it comes to your vehicle, besides checking your tire pressure, besides getting your oil changed, and obviously keeping it full of gas, is the fact that every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories for your car, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or you'll get your money back. And With over 122 million parts to choose from, whether it's a filter, a battery, a light, or a fuel pump, you'll be back in the game in no time. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Lockdown Gamecocks Podcast. We'll be we covering your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day in just 30 minutes. And speaking of every single day, as always, thank you to each and every one of you everydayers for making the Locked on Gamecocks podcast your daily choice for South Carolina Gamecock sports coverage. Let's dive into how Spencer Rattler and Lenore Sellers could both help each other out. In 2023, there's been one main question regarding Spencer Rattler and Lenora Sellers and where they stand in this quarterback rotation. And that one question has been, how many snaps is Lenora Sellers going to get this upcoming season? Now, Shane Beamer did somewhat downplay this at SEC media days as he brought up Luke Doty, Tanner Bailey, and Colton Gather and pretty much the entire quarterback room, and essentially making it out like, Lenore Sellers, he's not going to have to do a whole heck of a lot because of what he's got around him. And while I don't think that this was full smoke and mirrors that Shane Beamer was trying to perform in Nashville, I don't fully buy that entire message. I think that Shane Beamer intentionally downplayed Lenore Sellers' possible role at SEC Media Days because... Lenore Sellers is going to have a role on this team. He is going to be brought out onto the field in certain game situations. And no matter how much he plays this year, we can all acknowledge that he can help out Spencer Rattlers and vice versa. So how could Lenore Sellers help out Spencer Rattler? Well, Lenore Sellers' skill set opens up another dimension on this offense when you consider the following. He is six foot three. 245 pounds, so clearly a pretty big quarterback in a good way. He can run better also than most running backs. So essentially, when the North Sellers is out there on the field, it's like having two running backs at the same time because of how good his legs are. That's not to disparage his arm, by the way. He is a very good passer as well. I've called the North Sellers a true dual-threat quarterback a couple times in the past. But obviously, you can't help but just be wowed with how much he can just run around all these opposing defenders on the football field. Spencer Rattler is also a good athlete in his own right, but he's not a pure dual-threat quarterback like Lenora Sellers. And he also doesn't have the same build as Lenora Sellers. So because of this, you add in the fact that this offensive line unit, it's questionable coming into this year, and it's fair to say that, There's a chance that Spencer Rattler could be throwing the football around a lot in 2023, which also means that there's a lot more opportunities for an opposing defense to get after him and possibly lay a lick on him. And so Spencer Rattler, there's going to be certain times this season where he's probably going to endure a lot of punishment from an opposing defense. Lenore Sellers, if that ends up happening, he can come into the game and simultaneously give Spencer Rattler a chance to recuperate on the sideline while he makes the defense have to account for all 11 players on the field when it comes to an ability to make an explosive play happen. I know that I mentioned the offensive line in that group, but you get my overall point. Having a guy that can run like Lenore Sellers can at quarterback, it's just a game breaker. It's a difference maker for an offense, especially when you're trying to work around certain deficiencies on that side of the football. Now, how could Spencer Rattler help out Lenore Sellers? This one's a lot more self-explanatory than what I just talked about with Lenore Sellers helping Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler could show Lenore Sellers the way when it comes to being a starter in the SEC and also how to be a leader for this team. Everybody has talked about this offseason how Spencer Rattler has really grown not just in his confidence with this offense but also when it comes to his leadership. His willingness to speak up. To be that guy. Again, Spencer Rattler talked about how this past year he was not trying to you know, basically be that guy on this team. And it wasn't because obviously he didn't possess the qualities or the traits to be a leader but more so the fact that Spencer Rattler did not want to put off any of his teammates by trying to come in and essentially possibly come off like he's giving a false bravado in the fact that he is the man in the locker room. He didn't want to do that. And so he tried to earn the trust of his teammates over a long period of time, and that has come to fruition. And now we sit here, Spencer Rattler just went to SEC media days representing this football program, and... Gave so many professional answers when it came to these questions regarding, you know, what he wants this last season to be, how he sort of views his team, how he sort of views the offense, what all happened at Oklahoma. Spencer Rattler has grown up. He has grown up considerably. He is certainly not the kid that was on QB1 five, six years ago, however long that was. And Lenore Sellers gets to sit behind him and learn and watch how Spencer Rattler handles all of this as a leader. And you cannot, of course, measure that. You cannot quantify that. That is extremely important for a young quarterback that many people believe has the potential to be the best quarterback in school history when all is said and done. And, of course, Lenore Seltz can also learn from Spencer Rattler when it comes to his play on the football field, when it comes to making his progressions, reading a defense and navigating the pocket, something that Spencer Rattler, he progressed so much in that area over the course of the 2022 football season. People talk about how inconsistent he was. Sure, we can't argue that. He was inconsistent in 2022, but nobody talks about the fact that Spencer Rattler got so much better as the year went on when it came to his pocket presence. He truly did. And again, you throw in the leadership, And Lenore Sellers, he gets to sit on the sidelines and he gets to see how Spencer Rattler handles adversity on the football field as well. So Lenore Sellers, essentially, he could go through a crash course this upcoming year in terms of how to be a starter in the SEC, how to be the quarterback of an SEC football program, and how to, most importantly, be a leader in the locker room for your team. He can learn all of that from Spencer Rattler, but he can also help out Spencer Rattler as well. He can do certain things that admittedly Spencer Rattler cannot do, but Spencer Rattler can also do things that Lenore Sellers, as of right now, cannot do, or has not maybe had the chance to show yet. And so, therefore, some people might be worried about, you know, hey, is there going to be any dissension? Is Spencer Rattler going to sit there and be concerned about the possibility that, you know, if Lenore Sellers, he goes out and he balls out Early on this year, and maybe Spencer Rattler, I guess, is either struggling or maybe he gets nicked up, he gets hurt, then what could happen? I don't think we got to worry about that. This is Spencer Rattler's team. This is Spencer Rattler's starting job. No doubt about that. But that doesn't mean that he cannot teach Lenore Sellers the ropes when it comes to being in that kind of spot, and it doesn't mean that Lenore Sellers can't help him when it comes to reprieving him in certain spots, so all in all, I think that this is going to be a really, really good relationship and bond that will form between Spencer Rattler and Lenore Sellers throughout the 2023 football season. Now let's talk about some recruiting for South Carolina's football team, and yes, I promise this is going to be some good news for Gamecock fans because. On Monday, King Joseph Edwards, a big-time edge rusher from the 2024 class and also a Georgia native, he released his top eight schools, and the South Carolina Gamecocks were included in that group. Now, for you everydayers, those of y'all that pay close attention to this show or to recruiting in general, you're probably not surprised by this development because King Joseph Edwards, not too long ago, He told Phil Kornblut of the Sports Talk Media Network that the Gamecocks were probably his leader right now. At the least, they are in that top three group, I believe alongside Alabama, and I want to say the Tennessee Volunteers. And so, again, to see the Gamecocks make his top eight, it's not too much of a surprise if you've been following this recruitment closely enough. Now, when he talked to On3's Chad Simmons about his recruitment, King Joseph Edwards gave out some more details. He mentioned that he is looking at making a possible official visit to Columbia this fall and also possibly to Tennessee as well. And that he still doesn't have an exact timeline in terms of when he could make a commitment. So if I had to make a guess right now, it seems like that King Joseph Edwards is possibly going to push his decision all the way to early signing day, and I don't think that'd be a bad thing for South Carolina. Of course, if King Joseph Edwards ends up making an official visit to Williams-Brice this fall, I don't think he's going to be disappointed at all. I think that he's going to be wowed by the fan support. I think he's going to be wowed by the LED light show now that we see every single home game here at Williams-Brice and, of course, if South Carolina turns around and has a really good year, if the Gamecocks don't take a massive step back if, say, they win 7-8-9 games. And, plus, they could rack up a lot of wins in the friendly confines of williams Bryce in the 2023 season because if you think about the schedule, they're facing teams like Furman, Vanderbilt, Jacksonville State. They do get Kentucky, and they do get Clemson, and they also get Florida as well. So there are a couple of more recognizable brands that are going to be visiting South Carolina's home stadium this fall. But overall, again, I think that South Carolina, especially if they host King Joseph Edwards for one of these lesser games, oh, you've also got Mississippi state to throw in there as well. But I think that the Gamecocks could essentially put on a show for King Joseph Edwards. They have done pretty well in terms of hosting official visitors during a football game in the fall. And I think that that trend could very well continue this upcoming season. So, you know, this one, again, maybe not a seismic update, but one nonetheless that is notable. Because King Joseph Edwards, it does seem like, is transitioning into the next stage of his recruitment. And South Carolina, they continue to be up there in that top group when it comes to said recruitment. But with that being said, y'all, that's going to do for today's show of the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast. I hope that y'all thoroughly enjoyed today's show as always. What are your thoughts on College Game Day coming to cover South Carolina's week one matchup against North Carolina? Do you feel like that there's sort of a flip side to the coin here, with there being good exposure, but also some added pressure for South Carolina? How do you think Lenore Sellers and Spencer Rattler could help each other out in 2023? And what do you think about the fact that the Gamecocks made the latest cut for King Joseph Edwards? Let me know your thoughts down below in the comments section if you watch today's show on YouTube, or you can shoot me a direct message on X now. I guess not Twitter at a line underscore sc. I will respond to your message or comment as quickly as I see it. And once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in to today's show. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. And I'll be sure to catch y'all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast.